and welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. It is only this time, so Miklos is back. Welcome, Miklos. It is only this time. Only wow, that's pretty deep. Only this time, but uh, yeah, I'm here. What do we got? Well, <laughs> that's my question to you. What is our topic of the day? No, oh, that's right. I have a topic today. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're off to a good start. We are off to a good start, and I, uh, yeah, just like last time, this is the part where, uh, yeah, Mark uh, S. Plate, Mark Marcus Plate comes on, yeah, no, but pro- but before you do that, everybody, I promise that today is my previous appearances on this podcast, uh, maybe weren't worth your time, but I promise that today will be worth <laughs> it. So go ahead and just keep on listening. All right. So what is the topic, Nicholas? Today I wanted to talk about practice because we use that word a lot in grapeseed like uh, you know rep is repeated exposure and practice and i wanted to talk about it because i think that there just in listening to conversations between teachers and coaches and even others take other you know managers school managers educators even parents they often and hopefully people listening here can relate to this what does it mean to practice in grapeseed? What does it mean to practice when, when acquiring language? It's not like, you know, I mean, there's that repeat after me kind of practice, you know, where you just, you know, say, boys and girls, repeat after me, aquarium, aquarium. This is an aquarium. You know, like there's that, but that's not really, that's not practice for the purpose of acquiring language. That's practicing for rote memorization. So, so I wanted to talk today about how we can enhance language acquisition through purposeful practice in grapeseed. Is that good? Yeah, sounds great. Go for it. Okay. So after you're done with this, and uh, and I'll, I'm going to keep this as, as tight and concise as I can. For me, this is practice. I'm going to be practicing today keeping things tight and concise because I know everyone listening is busy and they want to they get something good from this and go about their day and be better. So today, by the end of this podcast, I would like uh, people listening to have a better understanding of what it means to practice and how we can facilitate more effective use of practice in grapeseed. So to begin with, I'm going to state a couple of obvious things, but for new listeners or new people to grapeseed, it might not be obvious. So I want to just preface this. So first, grapeseed, as we know, is a functional notional language acquisition curriculum. And we focus on teaching language in relation to its practical use in real life situations. That's why the curriculum is designed the way that it is. The story is about things that are relevant to kids, like going to the zoo in the beginning and later on going camping and all those things, real life stuff. And as many of you know, and some of you will will know, Grapeseed is built on five very uh, important platforms. One of them being REP, which is, as we know, repeated exposure and practice. There's that key word again, practice. So Grapeseed's REP platform emphasizes the importance of repeated exposure to the English language and engaging in purposeful practice so that students, children, can develop effective communication skills. So having said that, just I want to state, state the obvious and uh, set the stage, and now I'm going to delve into what students should be doing when they are quote-unquote practicing in Grapeseed. So in Grapeseed, practice using the language means actively engaging in activities that allow students to apply the language in meaningful and realistic contexts. And of course, this kind of approach that we take through the curriculum focuses on developing practical skills necessary 
for effective communication in everyday situations. So I mentioned at the beginning that Grapeseed is a functional notional curriculum. It's a you know language acquisition curriculum. So just really quickly, in order to kind of sew all these pieces together, I just want to kind of quickly redefine what that means. So functions in Grapeseed mean the the purpose or the intention behind your language use. Like, why are you speaking? You know, like making requests or giving opinions or asking for information. And notions from the functional notional part, no, notions are the concepts or the ideas that a person wants to convey, like, you know, like the time or the location or the quantity of something. So you have a purpose, the function, and the notion, what you're talking about. And those go together and that creates functional notional. So so there's that piece. So keep that in your mind too as we move forward. So practice. Practice activities in Grapeseed are designed to provide students with opportunities to apply English speaking in purposeful ways. So this, what this means is all the things that are in the lesson plans and the things that you do outside of lesson time uh, during other English time that if you have it, be th- don't take it for granted. A lot of teachers don't. Basically, all the things in the lesson plans, like the questions that you ask, which we talked last on a, on a recent podcast about the purpose behind asking questions. It's not just about extracting answers. It's, it's practice in constructing meaning in one's mind as you acquire language. Other activities that are in the lesson plans include things like sometimes there's role plays based on stories and songs and discussions and later units and action activities and interactive tasks that require students to engage in authentic language use, not just rote memorization. There's never, nowhere in the Grapeseed lesson plans does it ever say, tell the students to repeat after you, except when you are practicing the vocabulary picture cards. That's 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 practice, but that's pronunciation practice and um, and the learning of new words, which is just a, it's a quick drill, but that's, that's separate. That's a different kind of practice. So by practicing using the language during your lesson, with a teacher, students develop fluency and accuracy, and most important to me, confidence in various everyday contexts. And that's why at the beginning, students, you know, they they start with one word, uh, you know, responses or just nonverbal responses or just a couple of words strung together. And over time, as they gain confidence and their fluency and their accuracy develop, it takes time. It's a result of that practice that's built into this functional notional framework. So listening, this is where REP comes in. People say, oh, my, you know, I hear that, we hear that phrase all the time. My, my students, you know, do REP or you hear the parents say, oh, my, my students do REP. But what does that really mean? Because you're just, you know, looking at the app and, you know, and engaging with the interactive activities, but it's, it's about the listening. Listening is an essential form of practice in language acquisition, and it plays a huge role in Grapeseed. So I want to just make note of a few of the benefits of listening practice and why REP through the app is so important. It's critical for success at acquiring English smoothly and efficiently. So here there are a few advantages uh, to, to utilizing daily listening practice through the Grapeseed app and with other forms of listening as well, but I'm going to focus on just Grapeseed for now, for now, right now. So first, developing comprehension skills. If you have regular exposure to spoken language, then students are little by little every day 
improving their ability to understand and interpret meaning from verbal input, which enhances their recognition of vocabulary and expressions and grammatical structures, even though we're not talking explicitly about grammatical structures. The second thing, students become accustomed to natural pronunciation. And yes, uh, there is the subject of dialects and accents, and I would love to talk about with, uh, that sometime at some point, but we're not going to do that right now because that's uh, I'm practicing staying focused. So listening to native speakers of English helps students become familiar with the rhythm and the intonation and the pronunciation patterns of the language, and that leads to improved pronunciation and oral fluency in students. Next is building vocabulary and language patterns. Listening exposes students to a wide range of vocabulary and expressions, idiomatic expressions especially, and those are baked into grapeseed a whole lot. And that allows students to observe and feel how words are used in context and how different forms of the language are, are used. And that just happens naturally through listening and understanding. That's just, This is comprehensible input 101 right here. Next is listening enhances overall language proficiency. This seems kind of like a no-duh moment, but it needs to be said that listening practice contributes. Just listening practice, meaning listening with intent and listening to understand. It contributes to the development of all of your language skills, speaking, and even reading and writing. It helps your students acquire a better grasp of the grammar, the vocabulary, and the overall language use in English. So starting to get to the finish line here. So in Grapeseed, listening practice is made more effective through all of the various activities in the student app, like the like the vocabulary, you know, show what you know, quiz games, talk time with Johnny Bear, which is brand new, and the current versions are getting better and better. And of course, the motivational things like the puzzles and the badges, which my son was just doing this morning, and he loves because they're so fun. I like them too. These activities that are built in there engage students, engage children actively and encourage them to process and apply the comprehensible input that they've heard. So there's one more thing I want to just touch on briefly, and that is the grapeseed approach to learning, which is a play-based approach. Grapeseed starts with play-based activities, especially in the early units for the, for the littlest kids in units you know, 1 through 10. Kids learn best through play and interactive activities. So when you incorporate play into language learning, which is Grapeseed, people sometimes say like, oh, there's no games in Grapeseed. And my response to that is usually, yeah, you can do games during game time. Grapeseed is fun. Games aren't the only things that are fun, but play is what Grapeseed is, is built on. So of course it's engaging and fun and it makes the learning process enjoyable. So um, Grapeseed lessons and the listening uh, practice through the REP app, we provide visual and auditory stimuli that are highly receptive to children. So we have the teaching cards and going forward, digital teaching materials, the illustrations and teachers' gestures and your voice as the teacher supports learning and, and comprehension for students. All the songs and the chants reinforce vocabulary and language patterns. All of that is practice. So to, to kind of bring this home, I'm going to use a couple of words that you hear a lot. Repetition and reinforcement are extremely vital for your students. Use the grapeseed vocabulary words and phrases and structures as frequently as you can. Work it into the way that you talk. Teachers that we've listened to on this show and on our grapeseed talks here in Japan, we always talk about how people, you know, we can speak grapeseed, which just means inside and outside of the classroom, use 
the vocabulary and the and the structures that you know that your students understand because it helps them develop a solid foundation of, of comprehension, which leads to effective uh, language acquisition, English acquisition. So the last thing before I wrap it up is parental involvement. We all know how important parental involvement is. Parents are an integral stakeholder in students' language learning process. Don't blame them when they can't when they, you know, a lot, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. I'm saying, oh, the parents, they just don't care. Oh, they don't care about REP. Oh, they're not invested. Um, I'm a parent and there are hope maybe, maybe parents out there listening to this too, because some of the teachers and coaches are also Gravesy parents. And we all know we need to give parents the benefit of the doubt. They are invested in their children's education, but sometimes they're either just, uh, you know, tired and overworked trying to make money to provide the resources so that their kids can go to Grapeseed. And maybe they just don't get everything. So we need to provide them with resources and tips and activities that they can do at home to reinforce grapeseed learning. And that will foster the the, the process and the the habits of, of practicing language, of practicing English uh, at home as well as, you know, at school and uh, through the lessons. So regular communication with parents can help you track progress and address any concerns that the parents or you as the teacher or the, even the coaches and uh, other stakeholders in your school might have. So I'm going to bring this home now, Adam. I hope you're ready. By practicing using English in purposeful ways, your Grapeseed students will develop their communication skills, their fluency, their accuracy, and the big one, confidence. Listening comprehension is a valuable form of practice. It contributes to overall language proficiency. So when we align our instruction in the classroom through the functional notional approach in Grapeseed and implement effective strategies, we are optimizing student achievement and creating a solid foundation for English language learning. And that is what practice means to me. And I hope that you can use some of this to instill a better understanding of practice for all of the surrounding stakeholders in your school and in your community. Wow, Miklos, there's is so tight and focused. I didn't have to jump in and like rephrase and get you back on track or anything like that. That was really, really I solid. I am sweating and panting right now. And I have a big glass of iced tea next to me that I am going to chug immediately after this. As I was preparing for this, I got really excited because this is one of those topics that we talk about practice all the time. And I think what made me think of it was that my my boys play soccer. They go to soccer practice. And I was trying to think about the difference between the difference and similarities between practicing different disciplines like a sport or a musical instrument or a language. And so that's what led to this. And I would love to hear feedback from listeners about this, because if there are areas to further explore as an offshoot of this topic, I am always ready for that. So thanks, man. Well, that's a great segue for the the plug for the email address of mailcarrier at grapeseed.com. If you have any comments, questions, or thoughts that you want me to pass on to Miklos, go ahead and send them there and I will I will tell Miklos directly. So thanks again for joining us, Miklos, on Only This. It is always my pleasure. As always, everyone, thank you for listening and good luck in the classroom. Goodbye, my friends, goodbye. I'm sad to say goodbye. It was a good day, but now I will say goodbye, my friends, goodbye.
Goodbye, everyone.